Hi, you're tuning into New Life Vietnam. Today's message by Pastor Alap is the mystery from Romans chapter 11 verses 25 to 36. Us via our Discord and email or Facebook if you need any help. Thank you. All right, that's all. Okay, all right, that's all for the announcement. Are you still with us? Okay, all right, type in the live chat so that I know you are watching. I know some of you have not uh, figured out how to log in the YouTube and so on, so you cannot type or chat. Uh, make sure you just sign up uh, uh, for the uh, YouTube account, then you can type in the live chat, right? Okay. So we are in the last portion of chapter 11. Uh, chapter 11, right? And, uh, uh, and, uh, and um, so uh, come and uh, let us, uh, you know, turn to the uh, uh, Bible chapter uh, 11 and Roman chapter 11. And uh, we're going to have the last portion. Let me read for us. Okay. Uh, verse 25 to uh, 36. Okay. Now, lest you be wise in your own sight. I do not want you to be unaware of this mystery, brother. A partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentile in has come in. And in this way, all Israel will be saved. It is written, the deliverer will come from Zion and he will banish ungodliness from Jacob. And this will be my covenant with them when I take away their sins. As regard the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. But as regards election, they are beloved for the sake of their forefathers. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. For just you were at one time disobedience to God, but now has received mercy because of their disobedience. So they too have now been disobedient in order that the mercy shown to you, they also may now receive mercy. For God has consigned all to disobedience, that he may have mercy on all. Oh, the depth of the riches and the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgment, and how unscrutable, meaning unfathomable his way. For who has known the mind of the Lord, or has been his counselor, or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid. Verse 36. And from him, and through him, and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Now, in the uh, earlier portion, verse uh, 24, chapter 11, Paul's talk about, uh, you know, talk about the previous portion, talk about being grafted in. You know, the analogy is like an olive tree. So it would be the wild olive branches, talking about the Jew, the Israelite. There will be the, uh, no, sorry, the wild olive branches would be the Gentiles, right? The natural branches will be the Jews, the, the Israelite. But both, right, will be uh, grafted in because the, the, the Gentile will be grafted in the natural, no, the natural branch, the Jew being broken off uh, because of their unbelief. 
But because of the Gentile uh, got saved to their faith and they believe in Christ, they grafted in. Now, uh, the, the tree, the tree, the, the analogy of the tree is that, that it's God-chosen people. And Jesus Christ died for the whole world, both the Jew and the Gentile. He himself, Jesus Christ, is the Jew. So, so he, he took upon the whole world, the sin of the whole world, both Jew, Gentile, everybody unto him, so that he made available salvation for those who believe. Now, the, the Apostle Paul wants to emphasize that now, has God rejected the Jewish people, the chosen one? And the Apostle Paul, no, they, their heart be hardened, yes, so that the Gentile can come in. The Lord even that used their rejection, their rebellion, their, their, uh, you know, their, their failures uh, to, to, to receive Jesus Christ become an open door to the Gentiles so that they can be uh, added in, right? So, and so uh, they, uh, they, will, uh, they will come in and then how much would these natural branches be grafted back into the olive tree? So we're talking about the fullness that the inclusion of all the, uh, uh, the, uh, the uh, 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 Gentiles. So the, when the, the, the fullness or, com or say complete of the Gentiles that be added in, Therefore, they will see that also the Jew, the remnant, remember, this is, uh, this is a, a remnant, right? Uh, because when the word say all Israel, which means that those who will at the end of somehow, that will be added in and all Israel will be saved. The all doesn't mean that every single Jew will be saved. But the remnant, the elect, the one that really, that at some point turn around and believe and trust in, uh, uh, in God. And so uh, here, he will, he will uh, put it this way, uh, that in case the Gentile believer, uh, early on he put that, do not be arrogant, right? Don't think that, oh, you know, now you got, uh, you got saved and then the, the Jewish will be broken off and, and uh, you will reject them. No, no, no. And because he said, lest you be wise in your own sight, you might have their own idea, perhaps. The Gentile thinking, oh, maybe they're thinking that way. So the Apostle Paul said that, let you be wise in your, uh, uh, your own sight, which means that, don't be, don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. This is the phrase that you can see in, uh, in Proverbs, in, in, in a lot of, in, in the book of Proverbs, or uh, that people, when people want to be wise in their own eyes, they're actually a fool. Therefore, uh, he, uh, he said here, I do not want you to be unaware of this mystery, right? Mystery, which means that it's not 100% clear or it's not 100% a clear cut whether the Jew being completely rejected or all of them will be accepted. So, but he explained this the mystery, brother and sister, this is the mystery. A partial hardening has come upon Israel. Partial. There will be some people in the, in the Israelite, the Jewish, partial hardening. Some, for some reason, they hardened their heart. Paul explained that early on. Now, until the fullness of the Gentile has come in. Uh, when? How? We don't know. But the gospel continued to spread out so the non-Jewish people, us, I don't know anybody here online, but us, be able to have the great opportunity to be grafted in this olive tree. So until the fullness of Gentile has come in, now, verse 26, and in this way, all Israel will be saved. Now, the word all Israel here not, does not mean every single people who has the Jewish blood will be saved. That's not the case because we already, Paul already explained that there will be a remnant, there will be uh, the elect, uh, and he already laid out uh, between Esau and Jacob. Right, so Esau was the firstborn. He has the right. He been entitled to his, uh, you know, the firstborn son. He despises. The Bible said that he he actually sold his birthright to Jacob, even though Jacob somehow a little bit cunning deceived Esau, uh, and Jacob later on changed the name to Israel. So there will be a remnant. There will be the elect by faith in Christ 
will be chosen again, will be grafted back again. Even uh, early on, Paul, Paul said that God is able to graft it back into the olive trees. So he's speaking specifically now to the Gentile Christian, like, look, don't be wise in your own eye. Don't, don't, don't think that, that this is the end of the Jew because this is only partial hardening until you guys, the Gentile, your family, your descendant, will be fully added in. Then, then all Israel, the remnant, will be saved. It is written, the deliverer will come from Zion. Uh, so the, when the Jew hear this, they will see that there will be a deliverer. There will be a savior that come from Zion. He quoting uh, Isaiah chapter 29 verse 20. The Redeemer will come from Zion to, to those in Jacob who turn from transgression. Remember, the context of Isaiah is that those who turn from their transgression mean they come back to the Lord. They believe in the Lord and therefore they will uh, receive deliverance and receive salvation and he the lord will banish this is almost the, the paul wanted to point out the fulfillment of the prophecy he will banish ungodliness from jacob meaning he will cancel all the ungodliness the sin of the israel descendant those who believe in christ and this will be my covenant with them when i take away their sin so the the jewish people have the covenant of the law because you are my people, I give you this law. The law, when we say the law, we think about or restriction or being harsh. No, it's, it's, it's a covenant. I made the covenant with you. I want to instruct you. You are my people and I'm your God. And therefore, you should walk in my way. How you can walk in my way? This is a concrete step, the law you should follow. And you are chosen, my chosen people, because I am holy. Therefore, you should be holy. And therefore... This is my covenant with you. And then all the prophecy in, in Isaiah and Jeremiah and the rest of all the prophets will pinpoint point to the coming of Messiah that will be the deliverer, that will be the Savior, that will be the suffering servant. All of that fulfills so that the Jew has even all the more of, you know, of, of information and concrete data so that their faith can be grounded. But as we turn out, they're the one that who disbelieve uh, put Jesus to the cross using the Romans' hands, the power. So, uh, thinking about the Romans and the Gentiles. So, basically, the Jew handed their Savior to the Gentiles' court so that even the Roman court declare, I found no guilt in this man, Jesus. But they decided we want Barabbas and not Jesus. Release Barabbas and not Jesus. And so the Roman God say, if this is what you want, okay, took your men and crucify him. So this is the partial hardening where the Gentile begin to have the opportunity to be added in, to grafted in, so that those who around see and witness the crucifixion and then the earthquake and then the, the, the temple torn, and that event that turned many Gentiles come to believe Jesus Christ. And in the rest of the book, act, we see the gospel went out and then bring many people into the relationship with Jesus Christ, salvation, and they believe in the way. The way means Jesus. And, and so the Apostle Paul said, now he explained a little bit here. Verse 28, as regards the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. And talking about the Gentile here specifically. As regard to the good news, they are enemy for your sake. The Jew are the enemies of God for your sake, so that you can be added in. But as regard election, mean chosen in the early days by God, you know, Jacob, uh, you know, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Jacob changed the name to Israel. Election, they are beloved for the sake of their forefathers. This is a mystery. Some, some of us may read, oh, it's not fair, why is this? mean that they, they can uh, sin or harden any time and they just, at the end of the day, they could be saved. Not the case. The reason the gospel came out, because Jesus himself is the Jew. 
dying for the Jews, but now also for the Gentiles, so that they can be grafted in. And then as they regard to the gospel, that, that the Jew, the Jew for a moment, you know, enemies, became enemies of God for you Gentiles. But if regard to election, they still beloved. They still beloved. Yeah, yeah, uh, Paul said, Gentile believer in the church of Rome, Make sure you treat them nicely. It's just not like, hey, they've broken off, they repented, they stubborn, on, so now God cast them away. No, they, they're still part in the God kingdom. So make sure you treat them nicely. And beloved, for the sake of their forefather, I mean, for the promise, for the, the, the covenant with Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac. So God did not break His promise even with those who already made the covenant. So the covenant in the Old Testament under the law, with the law, has been fulfilled and made in covenant with Jesus Christ, the covenant of blood. So whoever in Christ will become one with God, Jew and Gentile. Are you still with me? Yes? Now, verse 29. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable, irrevocable. This cannot be revoked. For just as you were one time disobedience to God, but now you have received mercy. He's talking about the Gentiles here. Remember, you were disobedient. You were born sinner. You were living in darkness and, and you didn't know God's law. You are lawless. And then you heard about Christ and you, you believe in Him and you got saved. Once you were disobedient, disobedient now you somehow believe in Him and obey Him. So remember your past. So they too now has been disobedient. Mean that they ob obey one time and they disobey for another time. And at the current moment here when Paul wrote letter, uh, you look around, you're still there. There's a disobedient of the, the Jewish people. They still maybe trust in Judaism. They still, they still think that this is, the, you know, this is what we believe. They reject the New Testament. They, they rejected Jesus. Uh, they, they were disobedient. But this is why. So they too now had been submitted so in order that they, by the mercy sown to you, Gentile, that also may now receive mercy for them. Meaning that also they are subject to you, God's mercy. Not just, not just you think that, oh, you Gentile, you have on, only you have mercy. Also, because they're disobedient, therefore God's mercy is for them too as well. Even at the current time, they are disobedient people. They continue to trust in Judaism, then follow the way Jesus Christ. Now, verse 32. For God has consigned all to disobedience. This is, this is like scary. Like, is everybody going to be to disobey God? And, and we look at this and we think, actually, everyone, <laughs> you and me, everyone, because we are sinner, <laughs> we are naturally disobey God and rebels against God. And so, consigned. So basically, he, God make everybody somewhat disobedient. And that he may have mercy on all. So God's mercy it seems like if you um, the analogy would be like the 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 uh, you know some kind of a, the medicated oil that you know can ease the pain. Like if you have no pain uh, in the back or your knee, when you put the ointment or whatever in, it's like you just feel hot a bit, heat a bit, but nothing working. Not effective. So it's always like God's mercy is super effective to those who are disobedient. This is, this is when we first read, this is strange. Like, hey, we are good. We, we, if we're all good and we don't, need, we, are, we don't have any sin and we, uh, we you know, are righteous in our own way, wise in our way, actually we don't need God's mercy. Mercy is for those who are disobedient. Now, oh, now, now he explained it. The depth and the riches of wisdom and knowledge of God and how unsearchable. Basically, he talked about there's no way to 100% know God. Even 
in our natural world, the subject, we continue to study about the sea, uh, you know, discover about different things about the earth, oh, the massive galaxy of galaxy, we sent spaceship discovery, and we do all of that. Basically, we, the humankind, it just simply barely scratched the surface, the depth of the knowledge of the universe, the earth itself, the ocean itself, and so many different body or, or pocket of knowledge in the natural physical world, let alone the spiritual realm. So there's no way anyone can fully understand God knowledge, the wisdom, the riches of God. He himself, the triune God, even though to understand the concept of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is already, you know, breaking our nerve and it's hard. We just have to accept Him, receive Him, trust Him, believe Him, hope in Him, interact with Him, follow Him, love Him. We just, we just, we just receive Him as a person, not as, not as, uh, not as a force. Uh, it, it's a real person. So, so God had manifested and, and, and came to this earth so that we can have a real tangible relationship with Jesus and God himself, right? So now, he, Paul explained that for all who has known the mind of the Lord, for who has known the mind of the Lord, all who has has been his counselor. Basically, they talk about no one has counseled God. God doesn't need anybody counseling. Um, anyone has anyone give God gifts? I don't know, but I know some people think, oh, I give uh, God, you know, the greatest gift of my love. Well, our love for God is not quite a gift. It's a response to God. God has done to us at the cross. It's like somebody tapping us and hug us. We kind of respond way. It's, it's, not, it's not a gift. So what do we say? Say that, you know, we, God received no gift that He can repay. I mean like, God owes you and me nothing. <laughs> right? Some people get angry with God because they think, it's a, talk about entitlement, they think that God owes them something. God has to pay back them something. I'm follow God. I'm serving God. Why this happened to me? Why does it mean, Lord, you owe me this? You owe me this? Because you said you do this, and, uh, and you said if I do this, I do that, then uh, you, I will receive this. There will be no formula in the relationship with Jesus Christ. This is why it's so hard to understand the book of Job. Because it seems like Job, we've been a righteous man, he has all of this one, and then the challenge come in, and the devil, the ad advocate say, you know, you just, you, because you bless him, therefore he obey you, uh, take away his possession, and inflict his uh, physical hell, and then he will curse you, and then there will be the test of Job, and then we are friend. So it's very interesting, both interesting and challenging to read the book of Job. Because that's where there we can find no formula. After reading the book of Job, we can, like, we don't understand fully God's sovereignty, human responsibility, and it's still a mystery. Mystery not in sense like, like we know nothing about or the whole Bible or God's word is mysterious. No. Mystery in a way, there will be certain area that we'll never be able to know for sure. Are you still with me? And uh, Paul ended with chapter 11, say, from him and through him and to him are all things. So he is the originator. He is the, uh, Jesus Christ talked also about Jesus, an instrument that brings God's kingdom. And for all things that we see and we do not see, because to him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I still with me. I want to have a summary for us. I have a few points. Number one, foolishness. Well, in the context of this one, even though that, you know, Paul tried to explain to the uh, Gentiles, Christians say, hey, do not be wise in your own eyes. You think you know it all? Uh, because that would be a, that's to be a recipe, that's to be a label for being a fool, foolishness. Foolishness doesn't mean that you are not intelligent, which means that you are very intelligent even, but you somehow set aside God's wisdom. Or you say, hey, this is, you know, uh, 
this is I think I'm I'm wise <laughs> in my own definition and our own eye. So the idea is anyone who who think they are wise in their own eye, they are a fool. Uh, and so um, foolishness, even foolishness, is kind of a mystery t- to us because we don't know why the Jew is rejected God. I mean, they sin at all. Think about this: they sin they, if they're talking about. A family tradition. It's like it's like your great 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 grandfather did this and wrote it down and passed to you. You pick up the book and you read it. There's a family tree and there's a story. And every say Christmas, Easter, you get around and you retell the story. And it's a real story about your great 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 grandfather and been there, done that, contribute to this and this. And yet, uh, you did not fully believe. It's it's somehow a mystery. So the same, so the same with the uh, gentile. They think, oh yeah, um, you know, we uh, maybe especially the Greek. Oh, we have the civilization. We have this invention. Uh, we we maybe the the greatest uh, army on earth, uh, whether the Egyptian or the Roman Empire or the, the the country after that. Even today, even today, there will be a powerful country, and they can be easily become a foolish country if they want to be wise in their own eyes, and they think that this is this is you know uh, this is the way it should be. So be careful, both Jew, what both uh, Christian Jews and uh, uh, Christian Gentiles. Be careful. We don't want to be wise in our own eyes. We don't want to conclude what God has not concluded. We don't want to bring the end time before God said this is the end. So this is not the end. Even though now we live in the this time really, you know, with uncertainty, unpredictability, we we don't know even the next hour what's gonna look like, right? Uh, I mean, we just simply at awe, both the fear of the Lord and just hope and pray that our faith will remain or even stronger until the end. Nobody knows the next day. So do not be wise in our own eyes. Do not want to bring any conclusion that the Bible has not concluded. Okay? Alright? So Paul can remind uh, the, the church there. Number two. Irrevocability. is <laughs> not, not the word that we use often, but between that Things that cannot be revoked. It's like, it's like if God granted me a son, Islam, whatever that he is going to do for God's glory or he dishonor God or whatever sin he committed a crime, I hope not, but he will remain my son. There's no way I can revoke the sonship. Now, in the Bible, the only way it's most symbolic and spiritual uh, significant is that Esau sold his birthright. I mean, like in the ancient East, the birthright is very important. And he sold it and uh, he despised it. So, so almost like he rejects, they say, hey, I don't need the, the, the sonship, right? I don't, want to, I, I, don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be your sons and your children, right? So, if at the end time, so we make connection for you in the in book of Revelation, the, the, those who reject Christ or anti-Christ or whoever that is, don't, don't put the anti-Christ in particular country or particular group or ethnic group. No, uh, you, don't, you don't make that guess because we, we will never be able to know who is the anti-Christ. I mean, the end will unfold itself. So remember, do not be wise and lie. Don't conclude this country is Antichrist. That is Antichrist. Some of you maybe say vaccine is the Antichrist. Uh, and then, then the sign of the B6666, the barcode. All of that, it's, 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 it's like you make things out. The Bible does not confirm, neither declare, nor conclude it, right? So do not be wise in your own eye. So because the gifts and the calling of God, the gifts here is that both God chosen, uh, 
you know, uh, the people of God. And basically he say, I'm, 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 I'm a gift to you. And you, you, I give you gifts. I give you talent. I, I will I'll deliver you. And God call you out from, you know, from the uh, slavery into the promised land. I, I prepare you the way you have the giant. By, by I put you and fight all the battle you won. But because you disobedience, there will be some of you, some of the land you have not conquered. And you disperse, you exile. Uh, you know, you've been through all of this, but you are still my sons and daughters. I discipline you. I punish you. I call you back. Uh, you disobey again. I punish again. Uh, you, you, uh, you, uh, you rebel against me. I send you to exile and so that you wake up and then, and then you come back and then you're happy for a while. And then you come back. So it's all gone and on and on. Until when? We don't know. That's why even in the, in, the, in the letters of the Apostle Paul say His grace is sufficient for, for the church there, meaning mix of, of, Rome, uh, of, uh, of the Gentile and the Jewish. So think about this. So those who are in Christ, the gift and the calling that God has given us cannot be revoked. It can stay dormant. Right? Say if, uh, if this is an application, if, if you have, say, um, you know, a gift of like Jojo, give her playing guitar. Uh, if you don't use it, it will stay dormant. But God will not take back. Right? This is just the application. Because also, it, it is very helpful because some churches, even some I know, that sometimes the leaders or the, the pastor have been eagerly want to encourage people to use their gift and calling. Uh, but they mistakenly say, oh, if you don't use it, you don't use your gift, God will take it back. That is not biblical because God will not take it back. It's like you give, if I give the gift to, you know, um, my son and uh, whatever that maybe he say he had bad grades and he disobey me, I will not say, oh, you know, give me back the gifts. In recent years, there's a there's kind of a a, a joke or a song in in Vietnam local like that this uh, uh, boys and girl you know dating each other and the guy usually want to show off give the get great gifts either diamond or car whatever and then when they broke up the guy want the car back the guy <laughs> the guy want a diamond back and say give me back at least half but they negotiate or whatever right so it's kind of funny right but but but. That's, that's the reality. Hey, uh, I give you this, it's better behave. Also, talk about those who are uh, thinking about marriage, right? Make sure you have a pre-marriage counseling because in Southeast, uh, Southeast Asia contact, uh, sometimes uh, after you get married and you don't have proper counseling, then, uh, you know, uh, the parent, both sides, maybe uh, the in-laws, both sides, your parent, the in-law, will say, hey, you know, uh, I give you an apartment, right? Uh, I give you a car because they, not, but you have to visit me every weekend, right? Uh, and then uh, every once once a week, you have to send the the, the grandchildren to me and stay for overnight, uh, and uh, and so they 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 give out. But then if the the couple not being clear about that and say, oh yeah, they love us, uh, so no problem, right? We receive it. But then later on, that might be a problem because it's kind of like a string attached, and uh, and if you don't do that and say, uh, I want a car back. In some cases, uh, maybe I, I need to rent the apartment. Can you just move out and then, because you don't obey me, you don't listen to me, because it's not clear at the beginning is an agreement and how it works out. So make sure <laughs> that 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 if as a parent, don't take back the gift that we already have given. Are you still with me? All right. So number three. Mercy, mercy to all, available to all. Whether people want to take God's mercy or not, that's another topic. But mercy to all. You know, God's, God made the analogy, the Bible said that, you know, mercy new every, every morning, meaning like as long as you see the sun, whether you're a cloudy day, you can't see the sun, but mercy is there. Mercy, God's mercy is for, especially for the disobedience, Right? You and I in the desperate of need God's mercy when we disobey Him, right? 
Now, we all need His grace, right? Because it's grace that we, uh, by faith in Him, we receive salvation. But as we move along, as we go and we live with God and follow God, being sanctified by, by the Word and the Holy Spirit, but we sometimes we fumble, we stumble, we disobey Him in certain aspects and different areas of our lives. God's mercy is available. Especially when the moment you and I are disobedient. You and I sometimes even intentionally disobey or delay. His mercy is for the disobedient. His mercy for the disobedient Jews. His mercy is for the disobedient the Gentile Christian. His mercy for the whole entire world as they even rebel, reject, mock him, ridicule, and against him. His mercy he make it like the sun continue to shine to the wicked, the drain, the weather continue to pour out for the wicked and the righteous. So whenever I see the rain, always uh, God is just. Um, whether the wicked, the people in uh, the killer in the prison, uh, the one who 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 really like do a lot of social justice and 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 charity, they are almost the same. Receive the same rain. Receive the same mercy. Doesn't mean that the one in the prison received less or the one who really good sons and daughter. So for those who are, have bigger uh, family, meaning more children, <coughs> make sure you use this uh, God's framework of, of dealing or, or, or leading or shepherding your children. Uh, they need to see that your mercy for them almost the same. Not like, oh, you, you give more to this, per, uh, this ch child and not the others. And or you, you quickly forgive this child and then, you know, kind of like talking a lot about this child. And, and uh, there's, there any big family, they'll have drama. And, and because um, actually God mercy, especially for even the most disobedient people. In this case, the chosen one, the Jews. The Gentile, they were blind. They were... Uh, they, 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 they cannot see, they have no law. They say, who is the Lord? Uh, but then because also God showed mercy to them so that they come to the knowledge of understanding of Jesus Christ and they come to believe. And that's why God's mercy is both for the Jew and the Gentile. Are you still with me? So the application is that, as also I remind myself, all the more that when people disobey the Lord, as talking about a context of the church, uh, I had to pray for even God mercy more for them and God mercy more for me as I understand, appreciate that, so I also be merciful. Right? So mercy is something that is, uh, is also kind of a mystery because uh, we, we cannot we cannot touch it. We cannot see it. It has to be first and foremost from God to us. And then we receive it. And then somehow our heart change and we'll be, we will be merciful to others. You know, if you forget about uh, um, the parable of the, the servant, right? This servant, oh, uh, that boss, oh, uh, that guy is, let's say, I just quite quickly let's say 1,000 piece of gold and you know back and then he forgave the master forgave this one and then that servant went out and somebody owe him uh, less than that and then uh, he will punish this guy and the master find out and then say you are wicked because I forgive you but then you did not forgive others you did not show mercy to others so the best way to receive God's mercy and I that we are be merciful to others amen number four Glory, the glory of God is also the mystery. It is unfathomable but irrevealable, meaning like it has been revealed. I mean, from day one of Genesis, the creation is already glorious. And as we, as we read the account of Genesis, we, we just have, a, uh, have to use our imagination a bit 
when we read the book of Genesis, look at the sky and the star and all of that, we just say, this is, this is magnificent with the discovery of the galaxy of galaxy of galaxy. And, and we just say, this is, this is unfathomable, the, the massiveness of God creation, right? But God, He revealed Himself to a very tangible couple, Adam and Eve, and He had a conversation and He told them, that, you know, everything that you can touch and eat and everything that you... But not, not this one, not this one. I mean, just simple command, right? So it built trust, like, you know, I told you everything, but not this tree and the tree of uh, the, the fruit of the, the knowledge of good and evil. And so don't, don't touch that because the minute you touch that, you die. He warned them. He gave him instruction lovingly, and, but uh, uh, they got deceived, right? So Eve got deceived and they said, hey, give it a try. Right, then the rest of the history, that the brokenness and the sinfulness of man, it's, it's innate. It's built in the day that we were born. Every child, how beautiful, how angelic that child, it's it, it basically a sinner ready to commit sin. And so God showed His glory to even the promise to, to Eve's descendant that would be one day, uh, that would be Messiah who crushed this Satan hate. And then he fulfilled it throughout ages. I mean, think about this. The, the whole time the people in the Old Testament, they're waiting when, when, when the Messiah, when the Messiah. They, they just keep waiting. Prophecy is there. They keep waiting. Right? Generation after generation after generation. Is that God still remember us? Is God, is God still keeping his promise? Or he's just like busy with other things? So they cry out, they cry out. So we read the Psalm, we read all the prophecy. People waiting, waiting, and waiting until the day until the day that God sent His Son. But Jesus even wept in Jerusalem, Jerusalem, uh, you have uh, missed my visitation because they did not pay attention to. And there are many different parables. We talk about, you know, the ten virgin, um, those uh, five uh, not prepared. And then, you know, uh, when, the, when, the, when the groom uh, come in the right time and they don't run out of oil, they went to market, they missed the they missed opportunity. There will be people, both Jew and Gentile, will miss to see the glory of God. But in fact, the glory of God already had demonstrated and really tangible. So all eyewitness from both the Jew, the Gentile, the Romans, uh, different, uh, the, I mean the whole world at that time, because Roman is headquarter, that they, they, they will execute it. So everybody, believer, non-believer, recorded the account of the crucifixion. Uh, his, historian, uh, whether they're believers or not believers, they, they, they agree. There will be a guy named Jesus who crucified at that time, at that period, under this go uh, governor, under this uh, uh, Roman uh, governor. And so, so the record, and so God's glory manifests at the cross. So we read the book of John, or the Gospel of John, we know that the glory of God as a climax is at the cross, is suffering, is suffering of His Son. That's why God's glory is there. I mean, we look at the cross, even we have to sometimes, if we pause and think, it's a, it's in a way, it's a mystery. Why God has to send His Son to die for you and me, for the bad guy, for Barabbas, for, for, for the, even if you have some racial, ethnic clash in your country, why God has to die for that ethnic group? I mean, God died for me, I know. God died for my, my ethnic group, I know. But why, why God died for that one? It, it's a kind of a mystery. And it, through this mystery, we need to, the only response that I can think of is that our humility. Like, Lord, I'm not better than that person. Even I'm better, I, I'm desperate for your mercy. And because your glory demonstrated and so powerful the cross. And every time I look at the cross, I think that this is the sign of death uh, and why you die for me and my friend and other people. And why even you are waiting right now. You're, you're not concluded the chapter. And say, you're rebellion, I give you 10 years. I don't know. It could be uh, when God will be coming back. I don't know. But that's why we continue to wait upon Him. And because He reveals step by step. Now, He completely revealed His plan, redemption plan, 
the, the salvation plan. He revealed the uh, sanctification plan that He gave us the Holy Spirit. So we continue to walk and be sanctified and be holy. We, he, re, he, he called us and said, okay, come and follow me. You are my disciple. And, and He said to the disciple, all the authority in heaven that are given to me. And therefore, go and make disciple. I give you everything you need. Even you go empty-handed, meaning like if you don't have the, all the material wealth, you just have uh, you know, an empty bag, a stick, and a sandal. You go. I will be with you and the end of the earth. That's all you need. All you need is me because everything I have received from the Father, I will give it to you. And therefore, it's fully revealed to Jesus Christ. But what is not, is not being uh, fully understand and or fully understood or unfathomable is that how the end going to come out. How, even in this case, how the Jew at the end will be grafted in. Is there will be the end of the Gentile, I mean the window is, is, is this, and then God will shut the window, and there will be no inclusion of Gentile. How and, and when? So all that will be a mystery. Which means that we never be able to fully know God. And exactly the case of Adam and Eve, because they want to fully know God, they bought in the deception of Satan say that if you eat this fruit, the knowledge of good and evil, you will become like God. You will know everything. And so they bought in that lies, therefore they committed a sin. So Jew, Gentile, do not be wise in your own eyes. Because you never be able to understand the fullness of God's glory. Moses saw God's back. That's enough for him. The disciple and the whole world at that time, first century, would see God in the flesh person. They might miss him. They don't fully believe him. Uh, and he lived 33 plus years. Depends on the date. And then after that, he, he died. He rose again. Uh, the rose again, people still not, uh, don't know what's his role. You know, so Peter still go fishing. And then, you know, they don't know what, what, what's he gonna supposed to do, right? Now, Christ resurrected, yes, good, but what are we going to do? And then Jesus called him and said, you know, take care of my sheep, take care of my lamb, go and make disciples of the church. Begin to kind of birth out in the book of Acts where the endowment of the Holy Spirit that the fully empower. Even you have nothing, you, we have the Holy Spirit, you have Jesus, you have the Word, you have a full revelation of God's Word, you have the Logos, and then you also have the Rhema. And therefore, as you and I live out, we bring God's glory because we do it by faith, even we do not fully know everything about God. It's not a blind faith. We have more evidence and concrete text to really to build our belief and our trust in Him, but we will not fully know everything. And that's continue to uh, glorify God through uh, what we do in this life by faith. So, the, so that's why the book of Hebrews said that, you know, without faith, He didn't say without wealth, without grace, um, without gifts, or calling without faith, is it impossible to please God. Again, all that's tied back to one very uh, word that we hear all the time, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. The, the righteous say, walk by faith. By faith, you are justified, meaning that you justify, you, you, uh, you, your sin will be justified, removed by faith. So God's glory, as all of us say, glory to God, glory to God, we want to glorify God. As we live out on this life, by faith, even we don't fully know what is might be coming tomorrow, what might be coming the next day, the hour, with humility that we admit that we don't know everything about God, but we know enough of things that He has been revealed to us so that we can walk by faith, by what we believe in His Word. We need to live out what we already, uh, we need to know that what God, what God want us to know here in the Bible and not wandering around and, and try to understand what God did not say in the Bible. There will be a temptation to find out what God did not say in the Bible, but it is the focus of what God did say in the Bible. We should need to live it out. Amen?
All right, so uh, let us just spend five minutes of reflection. And uh, as I just kind of quickly uh, summarize for you just four points, the mystery uh, in this, uh, this text that will be, uh, the first one will be foolishness. So when you f meet a fool or <laughs> you yourself reflect on your fool, there's some mystery about that. Mystery meaning that you don't know how it's going to play out. Some people that you think the whole, their whole life follow God, at the end uh, somehow they drop and they don't believe God. Some people, their whole life is just being a criminal, wicked. It's like the, the criminal on the cross, Jesus. At the last moment, somehow, he received Jesus. So we never be able to know. The last shall be first and the first shall be last. Which means that there we, there's, there, there's no formula, there's no definition that who be a fool, who be a wise. Uh, second one, uh, irrevocability is like, uh, God's gift and calling for you, uh, that's for you. He will never take back. And no, let anyone to tell you that he will take it back. Mercy, God mercy, number three, for all, especially in a moment that you and I disobey him. We desperately need his mercy. And in fact, he said his mercy new every day. So it's a daily dose that we all need. Uh, glory, uh, when you look at the cross, to see God's ultimate glory. How that play out in your life, in my life, will be on so by time. We don't know. We can't conclude. Uh, but we continue to live out um, the gospel and we continue to um, uh, understand that there will be uh, the, the, the partial hardening of the Jews, our Jewish brother, and there will be a time that they will come back and turn to Christ. So treat them nicely. Uh, both uh, any race doesn't have to be the Jews, but this is particular text talk about there will be a, the election, the chosen one, the Jews. So treat them nicely. Uh, we don't we don't have to say that you know. Uh, I'm not a fan of of you know like uh, all all the country of Israel is 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 will be saved. Uh, uh, I, I I don't see that uh, there will be a remnant there that will one day will turn out. Remember, uh, Israel is uh, Jacob is a people of God. Uh, not quite in the way that we think as as the political boundaries or political uh, establishment as as a secular as a Israel country. The ancient Israel, the remnant, the Jewish people, one day will turn around and accept Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And there, of course, a great uh, effort, a mission uh, that to reach out the Jew in uh, in in Israel, Christian uh, coming back. Uh, come go to Israel and reach out the Jew because they by uh, on the regards of the election they are beloved on the regard of the gospel they <laughs> they are enemies for our sake so that we can be grafted in amen all right let's just spend five minutes.
Oh, Lord Jesus. Lord, we humbly, we humbly ask you, Lord, for your forgiveness if there, there is any um, any rebellions, any, uh, any disobedience that we all have committed. Lord, we ask for your mercy and receive your mercy because you have given us every day. And Lord, we just simply worship you because we never be able to understand the depth and the riches and wisdom and knowledge of you. Because they are unsearchable. We cannot Google your, yourself. We, we know enough your character. We know enough of your attribute that you reveal to the Bible. And, and, and we just need to trust that because somehow we never be able to explain everything that you have been even revealed to us, not, not, not even things that you have not been revealed to us about the galaxy and uh, the whole universe. But we, we, we know enough to trust you and hope in you because unfathomable is your way. And therefore, Lord, that you told us that we have to walk in the way and Jesus is the way. He is the truth and the life. Lord, without Him, without Jesus, Lord, without You, Lord, we will be lost. We will walk in our own way. We will even think that we will have the, our own version of truth. And Lord, and even we think this is our life, we, we will live the way that we want to live our life. And Lord, help us as Your people, Lord, to to walk in the way, walk in the truth, and live out the life in you, Jesus Christ. And Lord, we, we seek your mind to understand you. We never be able to tell you what to do. We never be able to, to demand things from you, even though we can ask and beg and implore and seek you. Because... You have not received anything from us that, we, that you need to repay us. And Lord, get, get rid of our entitlement. Because Lord, from you, through you, through you and to you are all things. All things. And Lord, we just simply glorify you and worship you with humility with patience, with perseverance, with endurance. And we help us to not conclude things that you have not concluded. Help us not to, to, uh, to sometimes feel, uh, bring, bring, bring judgment before the time. If you have not bring judgment at the right time, let us, do not bring judgment before the time is coming. Let us be merciful as you are merciful. We thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, that we have still have eyes to see the sun today, sunshine today. We'll be able to breathe the air. We have a cloth to wear and a place to meet. And those the technology from watching online, Lord, we're thankful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, right now, I'd just like to uh, um, invite Maggie up and uh, Diego, and uh, we're going to pray for her. Okay. Thank you for listening. We pray that you and your family are encouraged by this message. Join us next time and do click the follow button on our profile page to stay up to date with the latest message. God bless you.